Welcome to the Daily Horror Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Krieger, bringing you daily reviews of currently streaming horror movies for your twisted pleasure. Be aware that these reviews may include mild spoilers. And as always, I hope you enjoy. Alternative history fiction has always been one of my favorite genres of any medium, whether it's Alan Moore's Watchmen, Machine Games, Wolfenstein The New Order, or even recent films such as Julius Avery's Overlord. Blending or incorporating new genres into one another to heighten new and exciting narratives being the strongest aspect of alt history. But what happens if you blend horror and sci-fi into a traditionally seeming war movie? Well, Ghosts of War is what happens. The horrors of war have always been a fitting backdrop for supernatural stories to unfold within. As death and destruction ravages the battlefield, innocent people are inevitably caught in the crossfire, dying in horrific ways at the hands of monsters. And in Ghosts of War, we see that sometimes the victims of injustice leave behind a vengeful piece of themselves. Written and directed by Eric Briss, director behind The Butterfly Effect, Ghosts of War blends World War II action and haunted house horror for an ambitious, but ultimately spread-thin horror film. Five American soldiers are ordered to hold a French chateau at the tail end of the war. What seems routine turns strange when they link up with the allies they're relieving and the soldiers seem off. They're quick to pack their bags, barely acknowledging their replacements and practically running out of the doors of the chateau. And after a single evening in the chateau, our squad of protagonists learn of the horrors that haunt its halls. There have been a handful of World War II horror films before, but Ghosts of War is the first that I can recall that tackles the haunted house subgenre. At its core, the film captures the essence of haunted house horror films through its immaculate set design. Through its lavish locale, the grand scale of the chateau setting is eloquent enough to give the film a unique presentation. The architecture and aesthetic evokes a gothic tone, which keeps the film from ever drifting too far from the realm of horror. My fear when blending numerous genres together is that one will ultimately overpower the other, making for an uneven experience. And to the film's credit, and to the film's credit, it is a succinct blending even if what it does with that blend is somewhat underwhelming. Brest does a decent enough job of defining the layout of the chateau through a memorable montage of long shots of individual rooms. These shots hold subtle clues as to the fate of the chateau's previous owners in key rooms, which makes for disturbing suspense as the viewer is left to infer their fate early on. Eventually, the squad uncovers the fate of the prior residents who suffered at the hands of the Nazis, as each family member was taken to a separate room in the house and executed. Men, women, and children alike. Given the gruesome ways in which the family were killed, they left something behind, something that is tied to the house, something that doesn't take kindly to unexpected guests. The longer the soldiers remain in the house, the more frequently strange supernatural occurrences happen, such as strange noises and shadowy figures roaming the halls. And this is where the film falls into several horror pitfalls. While Ghosts of War's sense of atmosphere is sound in establishing its tone, it is far too reliant on predictable jump scares that inspire little creativity. Every other scare is a character turning to a run-of-the-mill demon suddenly screaming in their face. There's more than one instance where a soldier looks through their rifle scope, only to have a ghost pop up in the lens. The build-up to these moments is far too obvious, which completely undercuts the impact of their effectiveness. This frequent returning to the well of jump scares does a disservice to the film's more refined narrative twists, which I'll be spoiling shortly. So if you haven't seen the film yet and plan to, maybe pause here and return once you see it. Despite Ghost of War's overabundance of predictable jump scares, it does a decent job of utilizing its World War II era setting. Probably my favorite sequence in the film blends a standard shootout between American and Nazi forces, but with a supernatural twist. As Nazis storm the chateau, The Americans become separated and must hide amongst the various rooms in the house. Just as each American is poised to quietly kill a Nazi, 
ghostly forces begin picking off Nazis in increasingly brutal ways. This is a very brief segment, but I liked how it tied into the film's somewhat loose identity as a haunted house film, the house protecting itself from invaders. It remains a highlight amongst otherwise tepid scares and underwhelming action. While Ghosts of War may be light on original scares, the second half of the film takes a turn that no one could see coming. Throughout the film, there's a feeling that something is unfolding behind the scenes. Not as a result of the haunting, but rather strange and small oddities that occur periodically. Brief dialogue quirks that the soldiers notice, but cannot explain how they came to know them or why they uttered it. These instances are handled somewhat clumsily, as they are presented in a confusing manner, almost nonsense-esque. Yet when the film's twist does occur, it all funnels into one cohesive and unpredictable conclusion. As the soldiers decide they have had enough of the hauntings, they decide to abandon their post and leave the chateau. Except once they reach a certain distance, they return to previously explored areas and events that replay in real time. We learn that the squad is stuck in a time loop, that the house and its ghosts aren't willing to part with them just yet. And that's only the beginning. During the course of a final battle with the ghosts, the image of the ghosts begin to seemingly short-circuit, revealing that the ghosts and the squad's surroundings are all part of a computer simulation. The squad leader Chris wakes up in a futuristic medical bay, surrounded by doctors. He looks around and sees his squad mates sedated and missing numerous limbs. We learn that Chris and the squad were gravely wounded when they were stationed in the Middle East during the U.S.'s most recent modern war. The simulation of World War II is used as a type of therapy for the soldiers to recover their psychological wounds and come to grips with their reality. The ghosts are in fact an unintentional bug in the simulation. I get it, it's a jarring narrative evolution that will challenge most genre fans' tolerance for drastically blending genres. This twist mostly worked for me, as it gave originality to a film that was in short supply of it. And yet, this welcome twist was undercut by a lack of emotional investment in protagonists. With the exception of Kyle Gallner, who is in interrogation in American Sniper, the rest of the soldiers are defined by standard soldier tropes. Gallner gives the most engaging and emotionally charged monologue of the film, as he details the horrors of war that he has faced. We see the toll war and all of its atrocities have taken on a human soul, his in particular. Had there been more scenes with soldiers ruminating on their experiences, there would be more weight to the film's twist. The twist is also pretty severely undercut by a sudden ending that doesn't give much breathing room to explore this newfound information with. Had this twist been introduced earlier, I think there would have been more narrative potential here, other than a lot of waiting around for the next meager jump scare to unfold. Ghosts of War reception will more than likely be starkly divided down the middle. As a genre fan, I can look past some of its underwhelming scares while applauding its bizarre but original plot twist. Though, the impact of this creative breakthrough is largely undercut by its sudden ending and a lack of meaningful character development. I suspect casual viewers will most likely be underwhelmed and unable to look past the film's vanilla scares. I would say I could recommend this movie to fans that are looking for something new along certain lines that they're familiar with, but it does have a creative twist at a certain extent that I think gives it some life. Other than that, it's not the easiest recommendation for a lot of casual viewers. Thanks for listening to another episode of Daily Horror Habit, and I'll see you guys tomorrow for another Daily Horror Movie Review. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Daily Horror Habit on your preferred streaming service and follow at Daily Horror Habit on Instagram and at Daily Horror Pod on Twitter.